Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, Swap fans. It's Paul from the Swapcast podcast here. I hope you're having a fantastic holiday season. We at the Swapcast podcast are as well because we're taking a bit of a break. Uh, we didn't want to leave you without an episode though so today i'm re-uploading one of my favorite episodes uh, when we covered the film pretty cool which was like four years ago but um it still i think holds up pretty well uh pretty cool is one of the most insane films that we have ever covered on the show still to this day and definitely one of the most divisive uh lucy and brendan still pretty adamant about their hate for it and I think my affection for it has just grown over the years so I really hope you enjoy this episode I'd just like to um, take this opportunity to really thank our listeners for all their lovely support this year and all the years of the Swapcast podcast we do this because we love doing it but we love hearing from you guys as well. We really do appreciate all your support. Keep all the emails coming through, all the messages on Twitter. We love seeing all of it. Another thing that would be fantastic is uh, Spotify have just started star ratings. So if you listen to us on Spotify, now you can actually uh, rate and review us on Spotify, which definitely helps us gain new listeners so um, if you have a spare minute and you use Spotify already jump on and give us a five-star rating we would really appreciate it Um, so yeah have a fantastic uh, Christmas and we will see you next year after our little break um, and enjoy our review of pretty cool we're talking again body Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre. Break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. This week we are watching the 2001 or 2006, depending <laughs> on who you ask, teen comedy, pretty depending cool. Depending who you ask, yeah. if it's a comedy. <laughs> Yeah, comedy, tragedy. depending on who you ask. Tragedy. Pretty cool, starring Will Burke and Alexis Thorpe. Whoever they are. <laughs> the IMDb plot synopsis for the film states, a high school senior whom everyone sees as a loser gains the ability to read people's minds and control their thoughts. Things quickly get out of hand, especially when a mind-swapping device comes into play. Mm. 
We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at the underscore swapcast on Twitter, the Swapcast Podcast on Instagram, or search the Swapcast Podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. A hundred iTunes reviews and we will fulfill our most common fan request to review Face Off. Uh, face off. <laughs> face off. <laughs> Review us. Face off. Face off. Face off. You know you want to. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh, that was so good. The dream is always the same. I'm Tom Cruise. I'm the epitome of cool. And it doesn't matter if I'm dancing in my underwear, in a pool hall, flying a plane, dropping silently down from the ceiling dressed in jet black. Or having sex with my ex-wife Nicole for all the world to see. I am so cool that I don't even have to look at all the half-naked women swimming around me. The fact that they're there is just a sign of my total and absolute coolness. Alright, so... <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> oh, look, just there needs to be like a... Uh, disclaimer here. Yeah, yeah. This, What's the disclaimer? Ooh, this, this we're gonna go to very strange places. <laughs> this movie is pretty cool. Can it's I so can really I just bad. pretend to be you for a minute? So yeah. my question to you guys is: Is this the worst movie you've ever seen? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Wow, I wouldn't Paul's even say it's the worst real movie. Shit. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the worst movie we watch for this podcast. Oh my god! Okay, oh. Save that for the end. Do your thing. Okay, Paul. so my question to you guys. Uh-huh. Wait, uh-huh. I got heaps of questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll save it. I'll save it. Yeah, yeah. My question to you guys. This film comes in the wake of the teen sex comedy craze of the late '90s and early 2000s. Does it hold a candle to films like American Pie and Road Trip? No. <laughs> Elaborate. Need, need you ask. <laughs> I felt like at least American Pie, what was the other one? Road Trip. At yeah. least they, they tried to have some heart, like the, the, the dick and fart jokes and the boobs and all the rest. They, they tried to have, you know, some sort of thread of like a love story. or. Well, I, I would... I would claim that this does as well. You no, you could say, Paul. You can, you're, you're, just, not you're not invested. You are not invested. Yeah. the pot. Yeah. You cannot make that claim at all. I can. I can't say it succeeded, but it tried to have <laughs> It didn't heart. try. The, it did not try. The guy had emotional growth. The only heart <laughs> no, that it didn't. had. The only heart that it had is one that pumped blood down to the dick. The director who made this piece of shit. It was a fucking garbage Fire this Paul. film pumped the dick of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Why? There was no black sexy boys to look at. Uh, oh, pumped the dick of your heart. Okay. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to that yeah. as well. <laughs> the dick of my heart. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, not oh, to understand about heart. it? <laughs> yes, right. Not the um, heart of your dick. I think this film did attempt to be like it, it did attempt to have heart and character growth for you its main character. <laughs> <laughs> the the main character he starts off he's like sex obsessed and he's only thinking about his dick. Are you talking about the end of the film? No, <laughs> at the end, remember he had some big speeches like you know I used to treat oh, fuck women. You. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> this film is a feminist. <laughs> Can you just? I'm just gonna get Brendan to read this page of my notes. Oh, okay. Ah! And then underneath, Paul, I'm so mad at you. Yep. Would you like to read? Would you like to read my first note? Paul, (laughs) this is the most notes I've ever taken. (laughs) I have like ten pages. I was just like every second. I was like, I'm mad. This is awful. What the fuck is that? Just every single. Which says a lot because this movie could have been summed up in twenty fucking minutes. (laughs) But uh, it had a lot going on. Like it had a lot of subplots. It, it had like four high concept comedy subplots shoved into one because you had the mind reading, plus you had the mind swapping yep. as well, and then and then the mind control, and then the mind the control, e- the Eastern European lab, whatever the fuck. That was. <laughs> There's a yeah Eastern European lab where everyone in it is American. <laughs> fuck. This is Dr. Maggie Hansen once again picking up where my father left off. I am about to embark on the final experiment regarding Project X2-1. I have finally found a way to transfer the thoughts from one human mind into another using my mental enhancer system. The MES headband unit allows a subject to project their thoughts into another person's head. After tonight, these so-called mythical psychic powers may no longer be deemed science fiction, but science fact. I, I mean, I don't know if the plot of this film... Paul, sum up the plot. That's what you usually do around here. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know if the plot of this film would have made more sense in 2001, like when people weren't so computer savvy, but I feel like it wouldn't have held any, like... <laughs> Standard back then either. It has the same. It has the same mechanics as Weird Science from nineteen eighty. Except like, it's not like it doesn't hold a candle. to It doesn't weird have science. any of the charismatic no, yeah, qualities. No. Yeah. So the basic storyline is there's this like virginal loser. He dreams of being Tom Cruise, <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's terrible at everything in his life. So he's it's his graduation day, and on his graduation day, they tell him that he hasn't past high school. Yeah, it was like a post-it on his high school diploma. I'm like, Saying, pretty going sure that's start- not how they do it. Uh, <laughs> the graduation yeah, day. Yeah, they wait till graduation day. And you're up there, you get your certificate, and you're like, oh, no. They're like, psych. <laughs> um, and on a side note, this graduation day, which is all like stock footage, footage. that looks yeah, like it file was footage. shot in 1940 on like a grainy camera. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was such an issue. I'm like, stop like writing in set locations you can't afford. Like yeah. there's this whole scene, which is supposed to be a costume party. And the entire thing is just a, like a medium shot of this woman's face. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. Why did they mention a costume party? It's not necessary. Well, I have. I have actual answers to some of these questions when we talk about the production of this film. Okay, are you going to do the plot first? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I'm really interested. Yeah. (laughs) To know what it was. (laughs) So, when he finds out he didn't pass school and he has to go to summer school, he's like, well, if I go to the the computer's supercomputer, sorry, if I go to <laughs> if I go to the school's supercomputer and change my grade, then I will pass and not have to go to summer school. So he goes onto the school computer and tries to change his grade. He's just like going through random like folders, folders. on on the desktop. <laughs> Then smash cut to Eastern European lab. <laughs> That's all they tell you. Oh, no, su- secret lab. Yeah. 
and there's two scientists there and they're launching some new technology with mind control and telekinesis through Don't look at me headband. like you're asking me to back you up because I've got no fucking clue. <laughs> so they're, they're trialing this new technology. They put well, no, this- It's like supposed to be some ancient artifact that looks like it's come out of like a- Show bag? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't what? get the ancient artifact thing. Yeah, because they were that. like trying to figure out how to make it work. So science fiction could become science Facts. Yeah, oh and God. I love how it's a female scientist, so she has to say, "I'm continuing my father's work," because mm. there's no way that she could, as <laughs> a woman, woman do could it. Have had any like an inch of credibility <laughs> in this film? I don't understand. Like, how do the two things connect? Like, how does the Eastern European lab and the um, like? Why are they connected? Because because the headband cre- contains like some super intelligence, mm-hmm. and when they connect it over the internet to try to control this girl, mm-hmm. it escapes into the internet, and it just finds the first host it can, which happens to be the but computer. But why would it have been him so far? Yeah. It's so far away. Like that, it's, it's just, there's no sense in that. Like, why wouldn't nothing. you have just made the secret lab in America? <laughs> Even if all the staff there are American. Yeah, there is an explanation. Hey, mm. hey, how about the, they're like, the lab is like in the school and he- Yes. <laughs> yes, Brendan. I'm loving this. <laughs> so anyway, it goes all the way through the internet and while he's cuz the computer that's how the internet works <laughs> by the way cuz he cuz the computer's a touch screen he's touching the the folders which i'm pretty sure computers weren't touch nope. screens back then but anyway he's touching it and then the super intelligence bursts through the mm-hmm. screen into his hand and like electroshocks him and then when he wakes up he has the powers of it which are um, mind control and he can read minds as well. So first thing he does is making his sister and her friends <laughs> fart to like music <laughs> and then um, using it for various things anyway. And then he doesn't use it well once. He's often in trouble and could instantly get out of it and yeah, never does that. Because he's, a lot of it's out of his control. Like he thinks things and then that will just happen. So yeah, but then what, wouldn't you just think it and then just change it? Well, he's not the smartest cookie. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Uh, so then the secret lab sends one of their top agents to try to work out who got the powers and it happens to be this sexy woman. I guess we just missed the her like on the flight and whatever budget didn't allow for <laughs> that backstory. So she is trying to find out who he is and she has – the headband and the necklace, which she needs to use to get rid of his powers. But he's he, show bag props. <laughs> yep. But he steals her handbag and takes the headband and necklace and then ends up using it to swap his friend and his sexy principal's assistant from the school. Yeah. Uh, they swap mm. bodies and. <laughs> Then- why couldn't she have just been the principal? Why, why did they have to do that? <laughs> She's always in his office as well. Like Because they needed that blooper at the end of him in his <laughs> stockings. <laughs> um, and then somehow uh, the main character's sister... It's up with a headband and a cat mm. ends up with a necklace. So, But the cat's on heat, so she just wants to have sex with everyone. 
And then you see what you're doing. You're just doing what like a kid does. And then uh, <laughs> this shit happens. <laughs> and then it's like, and then I woke up. <laughs> it's like how a kid writes a story. Um, and then they manage to find the girl, the sister, get the headband, get the necklace, gets his mind reverted back, and realizes the error of his ways that he was a chauvinist pig. Mm. But now through the magic of his powers, yeah. <laughs> he knows now that he is a good person. The end. Yep. <laughs> so I would, I would ask any listener to now just stop the podcast and write down a summary of what you think this film was about from what Paul just told you. Like, just cover the main points and send it to us because what Paul just said didn't make any sense because the film didn't make any sense because this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> But you're forgetting it had so many titties. Yep. And you guys laughed so much at the farting. Like, so much. I, I even wrote it down. I'm like, y'all are laughing at these farts. God, Paula, stay away from the Mexican food. Mm. Oh, laughing at my sister, are you? What is wrong with you two? You know it what? Was- this film, as okay, I'm not going to claim it's a good movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's not a well-made movie. There's no merit to this movie. But I don't think I have laughed that much in a mm. long time. It would make and- a gnarly drinking game. Yeah. Like, drink every time someone farts, drink every time you see someone's tits. It felt like The Room <laughs> Volume 2. Yeah. Like, it felt just out of control, <laughs> like, bad. Yeah. But just competent enough that it's funny that it's so bad. Like, if a film is, like, really bargain basement, bottom of the barrel, it kind of makes sense that it's bad. Mm. But the production value was just at the level where you're like, you should know better. Why is this so terrible? I feel like it was one of those those production houses who make these bad films on purpose, like Sharknado or whatever. Like, just I don't buy for a minute that they thought this film was good. Mm. Even involve the people involved. Well, I've I've read interviews with the director, and he <laughs> stands by this film. Oh my god, he What's... stands by the legacy of this film. Like, yeah, I feel like if you think about that time, this this is what no, we was weren't out there. that dumb back then. Like, <laughs> you watch a movie from the seventies and it's watchable. This is yeah, like... but it feels like someone shooting for that net, and you know. Completely like falling over, but I, I think it's sincere. They they thought they were funny. I just find it hilarious that you know where we talk about us laughing our asses off. There was that opening scene which just felt like a porno <laughs> for yeah. so long, and as soon as they started doing jokes, we just were all of a sudden silent. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have to say, fact: all the women in this mm-hmm. were either segueing into or out of porn. Like, yeah. it, they were either being like, this will be a great vehicle for me to have sex on camera yeah. eventually, yeah. or, like, I want to bridge into 
actual films. I want to bridge out of porn into yeah. like films that I act in. Do you both agree with that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's fact. Like, there's it is. Yeah, yeah. Like several of the women in this film are porn stars. Amazing. I did <laughs> yeah. think some of the names in the in the credits were a little like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was ever laughing with the film. No. I was definitely laughing at the film. But, but I you can't laughed deny, with the farts. But I can't deny because they wanted you to laugh at the farts, and you laughed. But I laughed at the audacity. <laughs> to oh. think that doing it to like a symphony <laughs> was supposed to be hilarious. Yeah, but apparently it was. But it like it's it, it's it's when it. It goes past that level and then back to that level. Like, it's- like I, I, when I started crying and like, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because I thought it was a classic joke that he's like, I'm usually very, you know, I'm not a klutz and then slams into a tree. It's just that it's so fucking lazy. <laughs> Like you said, the audacity to do that. My favourite bit was when the love interest comes over and goes, is Tom here? And the friend is like, no. And she's like, well, good. Like, (laughs) why did this exist? Why did she come over She was looking for the cat. Still, like, if you didn't want to go there, you wouldn't go there. Have you seen her yet? Barely speaks English, body like a runway model. I'm gonna ask her out. I don't think she'll be able to say no. Why? Can't resist your magnetic personality? No, I don't think she'll be able to say no. Can't pronounce it. All girls know that word. My favorite scene. (laughs) My favorite scene is when there's a bloody dance number. (laughs) Just because they're like, why not? Oh, there was a dance number that was, yeah. I never thought. <laughs> and, like, not justified in any way. No. It just happened for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, and it's sort of like this is when uh, this character has been swapped into a cat that's on heat and she dances? Like, yeah. I've not ever seen a cat First of all, she, gets, she strips, like, always naked mm. and then jumps out a window. <laughs> and then somehow it's Somehow again. has clothes again. Yeah. So, so she can strip again. <laughs> So how and those dancers were so gay. Yeah, <laughs> they're supposed to be like this tough yeah. group, yeah. and they were dressed like Sugar Ray. And I just want to preface: I'm not saying that the way the film used the word "gay" because they cra- they cracked yeah. that out a few times. I'm yeah. saying these dancers were actually like beautiful, like pirouetting. And then she has sex with one of them in the bathroom, mm. but she's a cat at the time. And then when he comes out, he's like, oh, she, she uh, swiped me and I she think gonna have to, I'm going to yeah. have to get a rabies shot. <laughs> it's it's like, like, uh, like I said, that guy was gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that actor actually really in real life is gay. So good on him. Yeah. For representation. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure he can proudly look back of his Involvement in this film. <laughs> uh, imagine though, being that the the female actress in in that scene, the mm. cat woman, who so her brother kept like fucking with her and making her do all these fucked up impressions. <laughs> yeah. Imagine knowing for the rest of your life that you did those things on camera. Like yeah. I would just be falling asleep, being like la la la, and then it would just come back to me, being like. I fucking did that. I did a Reba McIntyre impression in a shitty film and it's out there in the world and people can see it. Do you think she got hired for her impression? I'm sure she did. I was going to say, if you write a fucking character who does all these impressions, get someone that's good at impressions. She was probably going... 
this is the opportunity of a lifetime. Not only am I going to be in this teen movie. I'm not going to have to suck dicks anymore. This is going to be my vehicle (laughs) into mainstream. I'm going to Sasha Gray my way out of this. (laughs) And like I can show people my range. I get to play like 10 different characters in this All of different races. (laughs) And I'm going to be super offensive and terrible. And I'm going to set women's rights back a thousand years. It, well, the director was... obviously loved it because, you know, they could have called cut like five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so Brent, for Brendan so long. called cut many times. So, obviously, this film is very male gazy. Like, this is the mm. epitome yeah. of male gazy. Like, the girls are <laughs> always in bikinis. They've always got their boobs out. Leering shots. Yeah. The girls are always just talking about having sex when mm. they're by themselves. Yeah, like yeah. The Even when they're alone. The film definitely passes yeah. the Bechdel test, but they're always just talking about sex. No, but that, they're, all <laughs> they're doing is talking about boys, so that doesn't pass the Bechdel test. They talk about something other than dudes. Uh, but they but they do talk about like their own orgasms, which isn't a guy thing. I guess so. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, we've got that. It's malgazy. Mm-hmm. But... Would you argue that the film is feminist in the way no. <laughs> that whenever the guys are trying to be pervy with the girls, mm-hmm. there's always a comeuppance? Like they never actually succeed in what they want. Yeah, but you, you know still they'll they get their the women dicks to the broken or yeah, stepped but you still on degraded or... the women to the point like get put a dick in this movie. Like let me see the dick. Well, and then the guys don't even like feel remorse. Like when he gets caught naked in the shower, he runs out. He's like. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, can't. So no, Paul. It's not feminist. To your point about let's see the dicks. Mm. So you never actually see a vagina, and the guys are actually fairly shirtless. One could argue that a lot of a woman's anatomy is like hidden. Just even when she is so, naked, so do you a think- woman's boobs are out there. Like once she takes her shirt off, there you're seeing her naked form. Like you are. So, so you, you would are equivalent- more than if she has her pants off. So you think boobs are the equivalent of a dick? Well, no. I would say more just the balls. <laughs> <laughs> mean though it's I, like i, I you, get you haven't it seen a naked man it, like without a shirt on it that's just like i yeah i i i think i see it in the more european sense oh that God. the boobs shouldn't be hidden but the vagina and the dick are equivalent he's <laughs> having <laughs> so much fun <laughs> I never really knew until we started doing this podcast, like, how much of a terrible shit Sarah Paul was. Like, I don't really like that quality in someone. I just, oh, like... <laughs> don't hate me. <laughs> like, it's just be nice and gentle. Stop I just want to entertain our listeners. You don't believe that this is a feminist piece of fucking whatever. You don't believe that. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Paul is like bright red right now. He's he crying with laughing. remorse. Wait, let me explain. I've had guys trying to get me into bed before, but never into an orgy. It wasn't an orgy. Oh, you're right. Menage a trois? I was just trying to rouse my friend. I couldn't get him up. So you thought I could help? Right. <laughs> Lend an extra hand? <laughs> exactly. Mm. No, no, no. Don't ever talk to me again. So I guess this is a body swap film. 
on top of everything. I think you guys were doubting that because yeah. the swap doesn't happen until quite late in the film. Yeah. Um, what and would have not- What would have you done if I had read it wrong and there was no swap? <laughs> <laughs> Did, would have that been the end? Like, would have you just walked out? <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> no, I would have said we need to do some troubleshooting here and fucking record an episode about Freaky Friday right now. <laughs> we could have just pretended it was in there. No one's going to watch this shit. <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like we need to do like a greatest hits reel and put it up so people at least know what we're talking about. I'm really scared. <laughs> like the the possibility of like we'll put this out into the world. And I know whoever it? made it. Yeah. Whoever made it will get a notification. They'll have a Google alert on themselves. Uh, well, you know, they might have two people slamming him, but they've got one supporter here. So it's all good. Mm. No, I'm, I'm quite happy to say you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Again, we're back on this now. This is uh, the things of like, uh, I get really sad when people don't agree with me. <laughs> and Brendan's like, fuck you. I'm smart. This is, <laughs> I'm better than you for knowing this. <laughs> Um, boobies, 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 boobies. Another, yeah. So that was just ridiculous and hilarious. Um, another uh, thing that I loved. Okay, so when that the guy was getting a boner when he was riding on the like, you have to drop the clip in. When he was riding this. on the the chalkboard. Yeah, he is trying to like talk himself down, so he's trying to say things that aren't sexy, and the yeah. guy that's trying to keep him aroused is t- saying things that are sexy. Yeah, and this was like a timestamp of where yeah. this film was yeah. made. It was the like guy saying, Jennifer like- Love Hewitt. You got to do the clip because it was pretty classic. Go down, please, God. Go down. Opera, Roseanne Barr. Jennifer Love Hewitt, the Playboy Mansion. No! Get soft, damn it! Broken Nose, the chestbuster and alien, Myad Gertrude. Christina Ricci's cleavage, Jennifer Lopez's ass, the Thursday night lineup on the WB network. Okay. You're doing this? I'm with Rock. Very good. You can take a seat now, Mitch. I'm not finished. I'll write Rock if it's too hard. Oh. Yeah, no, that was that was quite good. Yeah. It brought me back. Nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, like, so this is eventually a swap film. Mm-hmm. What did we think of it in in those terms? Like the potentials of a swap. Do you think this mind mind the comedy out of that situation um well it was the first time we saw like a male getting swapped into a female and then her trying to put her own nipple in her mouth (laughs) so it wasn't just like a um oh my god i have boobs now it was actually like i'm going to try and suck on my own tit (laughs) so so that's not what all women do in the toilets yeah i think the other ladies mentioned yeah like i mean i'm quite naive on these matters is that Something that a lot of girls can do. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never really been interested. Brendan, I feel like you would have seen more of this kind of content. Can <laughs> girls suck their own titties? <laughs> I guess if the, if the boob was really big, you'd probably lift it up into your mouth. Like, mm. is that a sign of a good boob or a bad boob to be able to do that? I don't know. There's this thing that you can do where you put a pen underneath underneath your boobs. Like, you can put pens there, and if they yeah. heaps of them can stay, you probably need a little... Oh. More of a supportive bra, maybe. Well, one of uh, one girl's boobs in this film caught, caught a-, a billiard ball, <laughs> and it goes. 
Bop. <laughs> also, how is the representation of she's a lesbian? Like, yeah. there's a, a joke about it earlier. Yeah. Like, just they're like, let's put a lesbian in there. They're like, give her a fucking hat and <laughs> leather jacket. Yeah, and like one of those bull ring necklaces or whatever. Like, and they're like, that's a lesbian, right? The thing is, everyone looked like trash in, in the early 2000s, so you can't tell if it's bad yeah. costume design or just the 2000s so fashion. so much bad eyeshadow. You know, uh, the Mrs. Yeah. Perkins? Yeah. She had pale blue eyeshadow up to her eyebrow, like no blending, no like gradient of colour. Yeah. It was just like a smear of blue uh, and her eyebrows were really thin. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunate time for everything. And like... The way that they dressed her and styled her, she was just like the epitome of what a professor would look like or a librarian would look like in a porno. Yeah. Like the exact, (laughs) to the T, what you think of. If you close your eyes right now, it's like porn librarian. That was her. Mm. Which, you know. Even the clip she had. Completed the mise-en-scene. The clip clip she had. Oh, God. (laughs) The clip she had in her hair. That another thing that was like. Very unfortunate. Uh, time for hair clips. So what did we think of um, Tiffany, the um, love interest as a character? <laughs> um, she was one-dimensional and she was the cheapest date in the world because this guy continuously did, like, ridiculous things, awful things. He's like, uh, his, he called her up to invite her over to come and look at his friend's lifeless body. Like, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. she comes and finds an orgy happening. Yeah, in basically like a weekend at Bernie's orgy. <laughs> like his body is lifeless, and they're like manipulating it to try and Which like get it made to fuck no this. sense. Yeah, like that was so contrived mm. that yeah. they ended up in that situation. There was yeah. no explanation to it. Um, so, yeah, because he was like, I want to grind on my own body for some reason. Yeah, it was just masturbation is totally natural. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so Tiffany, like. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm uh, so. This is one of my questions because we've we've got an actual lady here, mm. and uh, <laughs> thanks. Not not a one dimensional one. Like in Lucy, <laughs> say say you're single again, and uh, a guy like tackles you to the floor while you're jogging. Okay, is so that I've a got nice a great way? story? <laughs> that I was. This is actually what I was trying to think of before. Yeah. Okay. So where is this going? Once I was on the tram. I was on the tram, and a guy had headphones on. And he, like, validated his ticket and then he backed into a chair and sat on my lap. Like, he just wasn't watching what he was doing. He couldn't hear me going, no, 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 no. And he and that was sat Adrian on my lap. Mode. Yeah. And, like, I... No. <laughs> and I was like, get off me. And he was mortified and, like, he shot up quicker than anything and, like, went down the other end of the tram because he was so embarrassed. Did he say sorry first? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did he and then grind ran on you for a away. Like, his face was bright red. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if a guy fell on me while I was jogging, it, uh, I wouldn't let him lie there for 10 minutes, which is what happened in this film. <laughs> the funny and they thing basically is- fucked each other. <laughs> like it was like he, his knees were, were slipping in the mud Constantly, and he was yeah. going up and down. Like, and she's just like, <laughs> yeah, she's laughing. Like this is what I'm talking instantly about. Laughing, yeah. like, this stranger is on top of me. She was the cheapest date in the world. She <laughs> was like. As soon as it happened, she's like, you know what? I'm cool with this. <laughs> this is. Pretty cool. <laughs> you're Tiffany, <laughs> and you're heavy. Oh, right. Sorry. Let me get up here. Oh, sorry. Oh, 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 oh
Sorry. <laughs> Don't forget to use protection, Howie. I'm having the worst time. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, this movie is so good. Why was it even called? Okay, what do you think of? There's all these Tom Cruise references in there, which yeah. is just like the weirdest choice in the world and like doesn't but make any But what's crazy is that then he's a cameos in the background. That was ridiculous. What? What? No, I was joking. <laughs> I was like, did I miss a cardboard cutout? <laughs> okay. And what do you think Tom Cruise thinks of his name being thrown around in this fucking shit salad? <laughs> like, I just- uh, I'm sure that Scientology has got him hopped up on so much drugs. He doesn't know what the fuck's oh going my on. God. <laughs> so, that was so weird. I'm like, this, this guy's obsessed with Tom Cruise. It was the weirdest thing I've ever- Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know what to do. I'm fairly sure the- whatever, 40, 50-year-old writing at the time was obsessed with Tom Cruise, so he just wrote it in. But I think also, like, the director of this film really was trying to recreate the vibe of all those, like, kind of 80s. Like Animal House and shit. Yeah, and Risky Business and Zapped and all these other films. Okay. Weird Science. So I guess it fits in with that. So this film, the director in the mid-90s is like, no one's making raunchy sex comedies at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decided to make one. He wrote this script. It mm-hmm. went nowhere. And then once American Pie hit, there was suddenly a need for these kind of films. Mm. And then our next step in this story, we have to actually then go back to 1967. What? When the- <laughs> Director was born? No, when the uh, French erotic novel Emmanuel mm. was written. <laughs> and uh, this. I've seen Emmanuel. <laughs> so Emmanuel was like, it became this really big hit. It was kind of like the Fifty Shades of Grey of, of its time. And it was adapted into a film in the 70s. Mm. And there was more than one of them, wasn't there? Like there volume two. is dozens yeah. of them. <laughs> so then. The guy that owns the rights to Emmanuel in the late 90s was like, I want to make a new Emmanuel film for nowadays and got in contact with the director of this film and he's like, yeah, I'll write one for you. So it became this film, but they made two versions of it. Oh, my God. So there's actually two versions of this film out in the world. Pretty cool. And Emmanuel Pie. And the Emmanuel... Emmanuel Pie. Emmanuel Pie was re- released in <sighs> Europe and this was released in America. Mm-hmm. And America, Emmanuel Pie has some of the plot of this one taken out and more sex scenes put in, like explicit sex scenes. So is it the same actors and stuff? It's the same film. Is it and it's got actual sex in it? Yeah, it's a more explicit version of this. But or like, no, are not penetrative, but it's yeah. like a soft core porn. Whereas yeah. this is like was released as like a genuine movie. Yeah. So um, <laughs> air quotes. To so the yeah. back. So I guess that explains why there might be some like gaps in the plot and why they decided sure. to do the Eastern European thing. Oh. And the character of Miss Perkins, I think. In the expanded version, she is Emmanuel. Yes, because she had a. Oh right, no, okay. I thought you meant the um the principal's assistant because she had an accent. No, no, no. Okay. It, it's the yeah, Miss Perkins is yep. the Emmanuel of this film. 
What's the Emmanuel? So Emmanuel is the main character in these series of erotic novels and movies, and she always just like sleeps with everyone. It's her deal. Emmanuel had the best posters. Like it was just like always a woman. Who wasn't the original Emmanuel? Uh, I didn't recognize her. It's right, like, it, but yeah, she's like a Bridget Bardo type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that real sixties style, like amazing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually an Emmanuel sequel. Right. Well, I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, who would have thunk? But N- not me. <laughs> so then, when he released the film, it was shelved. Mm. So he released in two thousand one. Nobody wanted to release it. It got shelved, and then uh, in two thousand and six, it actually got a DVD release and. It wasn't in a lot of markets, but every market they put it in, it did amazingly well. Yeah, because boys want to see boobies. Yes. <laughs> boobies, boobies, boobies. So, based on that, a green a sequel was greenlit. So, there is a pretty oh. pretty cool two. But unfortunately- Nobody swapping? There's nobody swapping. <laughs> <laughs> but I will probably end up watching it at some point. <laughs> Really? I don't know. If what I can, are you if I can into it in that <laughs> If I can rope, I think this film wouldn't be as entertaining to watch just by yourself. I think that would turn it into creep. A real downer. Yeah, but I think with a group of this is a perfect film to watch with a group of people and just Make pay fun it of. out and mm. laugh. I know you're, you're looking at me like fuck you. That's not. I don't know. I've never been super comfortable watching something that has heaps of like sex and nudity in like a large group. It just doesn't feel right. Including this? Uh, it, it was a pretty weird thing to do. <laughs> like it was so, it was so like that. It just, it was so terrible that they didn't have any sexual appeal to no, it. You know I what I mean? Not. Like, yeah. But it, yeah, it, like, like if I was a teenager, yes. Cause anytime you see boobs, you're just like, Wah! Well, for some people. <laughs> um, Paul was like, ah! Yeah. He's like, <laughs> when he was a <laughs> And the film never descends into actual sex. Like, it's ne- It's not well, an explicit Well, the janitor thing. and... Uh... Oh, yeah, but it's all on the t- on top of the clothes stuff. You never see it. Like, the <laughs> sex is actually fairly tame yeah. in this film. It just has a bit of boobs and a lot of girls moaning. Yeah, a lot. There's a lot of yeah, girls moaning. Because he uses you know, his like, mind control when the power. Girls, yeah, the girls were going to have their orgasms and they were going, I'm, 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 like that. They yeah. sounded like those fucking characters off of Finding Nemo. Like what? The, the, <laughs> what cut did you watch? The seagulls going, mine, mine, oh, mine. Yeah. That's what they sounded like. That was like, whoever... I don't know. The direction in this man, it's like, they're supposed to be sexy. It's like, they sound like seagulls. Brendan, was there anything you thought was actually sexy in this film? Not one boner. <laughs> See, this is why it's not fun to watch. Like, movies like this in a group. It's sort of like... Because you can't like count each other's boners. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's just I'm not interested in a circle jerk, actually. Yeah, but a lot of guys are in my mind. Yeah, but it's like that's fine. They can go and do that. Yeah, you can go and do that like elsewhere. I yeah. don't really. No, want to I be was part like genuinely creeped out that I thought he was going to have like take advantage of the sister and the half cat body, and I was like, oh, like having she sex had with the an power animal in that situation. She was in control. <laughs> Shut up. Mm. <laughs> no, yeah, it was no, just gen- I, like, generally concerning. It, you have to give it to this film. I guess him making his best friend invisible was gross. Yeah. But other than that, he never used it to take advantage of girls. He made those girls take their tops off. 
Oh, okay, I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> he took away all their autonomy and made them fart in front of people, like, made them feel shame. Yeah, I guess so. Made them orgasm in public. And- yeah, and anytime the, someone said the word now, they had an orgasm. Which, like, I guess that would be great for, like, five minutes, but, yeah. you, you, you know, it's quite a common word that would come up for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Woo! Boobies, 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 I'm seeing boobies, they're in my own backyard. Boobies, 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 boobies. Hey, Parker, could you spare a ride to Booby Town? Yeah! Boobies, boobies, ding dong, who could that be? Boobies! Yep, that's who. Now's the time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Oh, God. Take it away, Lucy. A one, two, three. I just want to say I really <laughs> resent having to do this for this episode and I'm really mad and I object on every level and Paul has used a mind control device on me to make me do it. Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Everyone is beautiful in their own way. Boobies, boobies, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's start with the main character, mm-hmm. Howard, a.k.a. Tom, which he – what an unnecessary lie yes, to say that his name was Tom for yeah. no reason. And again, like that girl forgave him very quickly for <laughs> yeah. that. So um, Will Burke as Howard slash Tom. Not – Elaborate. <laughs> he was an ugly. He had an ugly heart and a bad character, and he agreed to be in this film. So he's getting a no from me, dog. Uh, Brennan. Uh, everything that Lucy says, this guy's like the epitome of a disgusting incel <laughs> character. Yes. <laughs> Go All fuck right. himself. <laughs> I'm giving him a heart. Even if we looked at him like in a vacuum, right? Which I'd love to he put in. He wasn't a good-looking dude. <laughs> he had a tight with, with his like loose, loose baggy jeans, yeah, his tucked-in black t-shirt. <laughs> Was he a fucking barista? Come on. <laughs> um, he had a tight bod and a it pretty wasn't that face. Tight. It wasn't that tight. Was, I would I would murder someone for that body. I would I was I was quite <laughs> pleased with it. And he was shirtless all the time. No, nah, I I'm feel like him his, his face and he wore his a face suit and in hair. the pool. Paul, <laughs> he, he his wasn't fa- that naked. His face and hair reminded me of Tim Robbins. If he had a baby with that guy from you, Joe. Yeah, well, Tim Robbins and Penn Badgley are both attractive. So I'm happy with that mix. Mm, you're making some convincing arguments. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so I'm going to show you guys what he looks like circa 19, uh, 2019. Do you have any predictions this for what fucking, you're about to see? This movie was made like 20 years ago. So, yeah. he, so but what do you, what's your predictions for how he looks right now? Um, Maybe a bit poorly. He's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Is this his prison photo? <laughs> his mugshot? No, no. Yeah, you're around right the portly. He looks... I would never have picked that that was the same man if you if from a lineup. Yeah. So now even. he's got kind of shaved head with like a little bit of like a tuft on the top and like a gigantic beard. His beard's like yours, Brendan. No, it's a lot longer than Brendan's. It's a lot longer, yeah. But it is sort of the same haircut and beard. <laughs> <laughs> and the same portliness. So are you going to change your hot or not now that you know he's your twin? Yeah, I know what I look like. I'm okay. I've got other assets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just realised. Do you know who he's in the picture with? Who? 
Oh my god! No, <laughs> it's real. No, no that's not. that's like him it, in a that's a real. wax museum. He works, he works with Jimmy Kimmel, and that's when Barack Obama, the lead, I was the, on Mean Tweets, the lead <laughs> actor of Pretty Cool has he, met has met Barack uh, Obama. Wow, this is a thing that has happened. You you continuously link something Barack Obama related to pretty cool. What, a, a better presidency, maybe? Uh, a simpler time? Well, there you go. Mm, maybe. So, <laughs> dream big, people. So, wow, so he got a good job. Why doesn't – do people at his work know that he um, did this? And, like, what is he shamed for it daily? I don't know. Maybe we should, like, try to reach Write out them, to him. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, please well, don't. Wilberg, if you happen please to don't. hear this, if you please Google don't. <laughs> God. All right. So, Alexis Thorpe as Tiffany, the uh, neighbor that he falls on top of. <laughs> she had a weird forehead, and I was just really mad at her character the whole time. So, I just really want to be a conscientious objector on that one. I just, uh, I just don't want to play. So, you're not going to give her a heart or a not? What? No, she was a pretty girl. She. So, she, you're giving her a heart? Yeah. Brendan? Yeah, she's she's an attractive heart. Yeah, like I'm going to give her a heart. She kind of reminded me of uh, Rebecca like, Gayhart. Yeah, totally. I just feel like everyone in this film has been objectified enough. Like, <laughs> we shouldn't be piling on more. All right, so Gerard uh, Carsenti, who played Chuck, the best friend. He reminded me of the guy from Freaks and Geeks. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was yes, thinking yes, as well. Totally. Yeah, totally. Kind of a mix between him and Fred Savage's brother. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> he... He had pretty. He was pretty ripped under yeah. that shirt. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. when. Yeah. yeah, good for you, honey. Little man syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, no. He did that shower thing, and I hate him. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm still giving him a hot because yeah, he's he's ripped. Yeah, he still looks like the guy from Freaks and Geeks. So I'm giving him a hot. Uh, do you like that character? I love that character. I, I wouldn't call yeah, him conventionally I love it hot. When a young a young person acts like a forty five year old dentist man, <laughs> I thought you'd like him because of um, the role he played on Veronica Mars. Was he in Veronica Mars? Yeah, remember the prison experiment episode, and he played a character that was pee shy. So I thought you'd, you'd relate. <laughs> um, oh, I, unfortunately, that doesn't make you hot or not. <laughs> All right, so um, Amy Brazette, who played Paula, the sister, and her many impressions and cat personality. But, like, this is the saddest one ever for like, me. Yeah, I like. I feel like I don't know why you've got a list of all the women because, like, they're, they're all on this in this movie because they're you know conventionally attractive women. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not it's, a, it's sort of a pointless exercise. Yeah, and you don't want to slut shame them either because that's not fair. I just want to punish all the men that m- made them do all these things. <laughs> but I want to punish her for those improv. Yeah, <laughs> those actually, she should have done better with the impression. There was some racial stuff in there that wasn't cool. So, so that's where we draw the line. We're giving her a knot. Mm. I'll say hot still. <laughs> <laughs> she you know what she Paul? reminded me of? Um, have you ever watched Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, totally. She's like, <laughs> she's so like a. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give her a hot as well. Like, she's pretty. 
Yeah. Yeah. They're all pretty. And, you know, I, I give her They're props. They're all pretty but cool. She, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of people that probably put the minimum amount of effort into this role in this movie, but you can't accuse her of that. As much as yeah, her talents could effort. go, yeah. she put her heart and soul into this performance. I gotta say, I was really enjoying the uh, shtick that the the librarian was doing in the pool scene. <laughs> I don't know, like her confidence walking around the table and taking shots oh, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. I was just like, yeah. yeah so Are we gonna she do was, her next? yeah, Cecilia Burke Vist. <laughs> and who does she remind you of? I love playing this game. It's my, uh, my favorite thing to do. Um, I don't know. Uh, a mix of, is it Melina Ackerman and. Who's Melina Ackerman? Ma- Malin Ackerman. Malin Ackerman? <laughs> Who did? She's from like Watchmen. Her and uh, that lady that we you all love. Yes, this is who I thought she looked What's like. What's her name? Jennifer Garner. Yes. Do you agree, Paul? Uh, like no. an alias circa Jennifer Garner. But mix her with Melina Ackerman. Mm, okay. No, nah, I don't agree. But <laughs> you, you do, you. Oh, yeah. Um, so I thought she, because she looked like Jennifer Garner, she gets a hot, but again, like, she was really, like, dragged through the mud in this film, so I feel really bad for her. Yeah. I'm, I'd say she's probably the weakest actress of the movie. Disagree. <laughs> yeah, anybody uh, who had to simulate sex with that janitor really like. <laughs> so, on that, Robert Donovan as uh, Wilford, the janitor... I feel like he's your type. <laughs> yeah, well, not today, buddy. <laughs> if he wasn't in not. this film, would you have given him a hot? I will never be able to think of him any other way. <laughs> I just love how he always, what was he saying? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, every time she tried to have sex with him, he's mm. like, holy mackerel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what was so, it? He like gave her that necklace and he's like, this is a, a like a... <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Something of his self-esteem. Oh, yeah. An etern- a, a, a symbol of my eternal self-esteem. self-esteem? What the fuck <laughs> because, does that mean? Because he'd had sex with her, so like he's got to feel good about himself forever because he's a lowly janitor and she is like a hot babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So lastly, we'll do Miss Perkins, who was played by Holly Sampson. She was a victim of um, eyebrows of the time, yeah. which were sad for her. But you could tell she was a pretty girl. Like Brendan has pointed out, everyone in this film was attractive because it was the only prerequisite to being in the <laughs> <To> film. Be <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give her a hot as well. Brendan? Yeah. So when I was doing research for The Tenuous Links, I was looking through her oh, IMDb oh page and she has some fantastic um, movie titles in her <laughs> um, in her filmography. So her latest film was uh, Tits and Ass Time Travellers. <laughs> When was that made? 2017. Oh, wow. So she's like, still still out there. So she's in the first one. Um, <laughs> she was in MILFs Like It Big 7, Big wow. Tits at Work 9, Super Tail and the Evil Wang. <laughs> um, wow. Out of all of them, I wouldn't have picked that she was uh, going to be the one in Tits and Ass Time Traveler. <laughs> Naughty Blonde MILF Librarians. Can you show me what she looks like now? <laughs> Don't show us a picture of her from her film. <laughs> Wow, she's got heaps bigger boobs. <laughs> <laughs> that look, sex workers are people too. That's if that's her choice. Good for you, honey. Yeah, and I appreciate a good like creatively titled porno. Mm. It always I, brings I a thing, smile to my the face. The thing with with porn titles now is that you have to have 
everything that's in the film needs to be in the title because of the way people search for porn. Yeah, so like suck it dry six. Yeah. <laughs> is that your favourite, is it? No, this is my favourite. <laughs> OMG, stop tickling me. <laughs> is that real? Yes. <laughs> She's in that one. She made she? it in 2009. There's no plot synopsis, but it goes for 45 minutes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that on a future episode. <laughs> Uh, okay. God, you are such a child. I'm just happy, that's all. You're just retarded. Oh my God, are there reviews for this film? Now it's time for Opinion Swap, the (laughs) segment where we scour through the internet to see what other people thought of today's movie. I'm terrified. So usually I say, this was a hard one, Mm. but like every (laughs) review I read was gold, so I had some good choices here. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard, unlike some other things in this film. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like the dicks? The the boners, the erections. (laughs) I get jokes. Yeah. All right, so this one is from Ryan Preston on Letterboxd. He gives it one star. He says, yes, woo, boobies, boobies, boobies. (laughs) (laughs) Christ all fucking mighty. (laughs) That's it? That's it. Yeah, Yeah, wow. So we're we're with you, Ryan. Yeah. All right, so this one's from Robin, a female, Mm -hmm. on Letterboxd. She gives it one star. Huh. If this film had a smell, it would be a duvet full of farts. <laughs> ever since I watched Fired Up on a whim and it ended up being one of the best films ever, I'm always on the lookout for the next one. This isn't it. What, what's Fired Up? It's an awesome teen comedy. From- <laughs> I remember seeing that in the cinemas with you. Yeah, and it's great. It's a great film. It's about like two guys that pretend to be cheerleaders to be able to go to a cheerleading camp and like mm-hmm. hit on all the girls. Yeah. It's very funny. Okay. Yeah. It's not like this, though? It's not like this, no. Okay. Yeah, it's like PG-13. As Robin said, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I would definitely recommend it. It's probably on like Netflix. I think yeah. you would really jam with it. Yeah. This one's from Jim Elwanger on Letterboxd. He gave it two stars. <laughs> this is a teen sex romp that doesn't contain as much sex as one might expect, <laughs> given the mind control setup. And the closing credits are in Comic Sans. That's pretty much all you need to know. That's actually I was something I was going to mention. This had an animated title sequence, yeah. and that's been quite a common theme with body swap films. I wonder yeah. why that is. But I have to say, the ugliest animated title sequence. Oh yeah, that of was made on time. like an MS DOS no, computer. Like it was, yeah. But very it'd be so lo-fi. trendy now, like to do that. It's it felt so like Adult Swim, like you know they're like right, little yeah. mini uh, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it didn't even make sense. I didn't even understand what was going on in it. Mm-hmm. He was fighting his T-shirt. His T-shirt was fighting him with magical powers. Oh, my God. Is that what it was? I was like, why is there a headless woman? I thought it was a dress. But why would the T-shirt come to life? That never happens in the movie. No, it did. It just happened during the title sequence. It <laughs> happens between him get- getting out of bed and going and going out the house. Uh, and and also, the poster for this film is like a completely unrelated image. Yeah, it's like a different person holding a giant flat screen st- TV that's been cracked. Cracked. And like a girl's goggles. Yeah. Have you seen. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so. Looks like a porky, like a, a porky's ripoff. Yeah, you know? completely. Yeah, so the. The poster image is like two girls' legs, and then through it, you see the guy. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen this, like the headless women thing. Well, you know that that exact layout of the girls' legs with the guys through it. Like, right. there's a million of yeah. those posters. Yeah. There's like a, a a website that compiles them. Yeah, it's just the thing of that they just love to not have. I mean, they wouldn't be exactly like that, but it's yeah. like there are so many 
film posters that just you don't see the woman's face. Yeah. And I just feel like this film is just <laughs> it's just telling you where the world's really at with all that kind of stuff. It's very depressing. Get on my ass! I'm so tired of your ass! I'm so tired of your ass! Just Paula. N- normal Paula. I'm done. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now we come to Tenuous Recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor, director, or theme. Or in Brendan's case... He could recommend Brigsby Bear and it could actually change your life. Uh, I'll give you that one because, like, you obviously had a bad time with this film, so that's your bone that I'm throwing you. (laughs) Yeah, this was a punishment. So let's see you totally shit on that bone. Brendan, what's your recommendation today? Well, sorry to disappoint my listeners. Mm-hmm. Cause I've got my own. <laughs> <laughs> they they All actually mute it when we're talking. There, yeah. <laughs> they mute it when we're talking, and they just listen to the random parts. <laughs> well, my my link is that this is a teen uh, a teen comedy mm-hmm. and a sex comedy, and so I've chosen mine as super bad, which yeah. is nice. the uh, Judd Apatow. I, I would say like. You know, this era, this sort of com- um, teen sex comedy sort of thing. Yeah, but it's like a how-to make it good guide. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, we start with some terrible characters, but they have some dimension to them. And through the process of learning things and also experiences and u- ultimately coming to a you know a crux at the end where they actually have to change. and mm-hmm. it- You're just describing pretty cool. <laughs> Shut up. That's a brilliant recommendation, Brendan. I love that. And I'm sure it might still have, like, I haven't watched in a while. It might have some some complications. Like, I'm sure the focus is, like, you've got teenage boys, they're gross, but, like, it shows that there's there's more to them. there's consequences, I think, to them being gross. And there's um, growth. It's like, you know. I think another thing that makes their behavior more palatable is that they actually look like teenagers. Whereas this film is, like... Guys that are clearly in their mid twenties yeah. pretending to be teenagers. Yeah. Charismatic characters, you know, mm. like when they're being gross and being, you know, terrible, you're yeah. laughing, like they they win you over. But I feel like even even when they are doing that, you know, like they see a girl who's had a boob job and uh, like to make her boobs smaller. Yeah. And uh, jo- Jonah Hill's character is like, oh, why would you do that? It's like laughing in God's face or something like that. And Michael Sarah's like, oh, you know, like, that's really mean. Like, she can jog better now. And, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, like I feel like they- there's some actual people behind it who are Yeah, there's more terrible. of a conscience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I feel like that's with a few of Judd Apatow's films. Like, you have these characters, like, once again, he, he builds them in this way mm. so that you can actually show a change that's yeah. you know actually so meaningful. So excited for the Pete Davidson movie that he's making. Oh, is that the one with like all the firemen and stuff? Yeah, 
Yeah, I didn't. So I didn't excited. know he was making that. I yeah. just saw a picture of it today. Yeah, <laughs> good recommendation. I, I really love Superbad. Yeah, I've got it in the other room. Hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, Lucy. Yeah. Um. So, like, what to link? What to what to choose from? Like, yeah, you've got a bunch of porn actresses, and <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I thought this movie's called Pretty Cool. Yeah. So I thought of a bunch of movies that have pretty or cool in the title. Yeah. So I thought, cool runnings? No, not that one. I'm going pretty in pink. Okay. <laughs> That's as good as it's getting with me. Yeah. Like, uh, pretty in pink's like a fun 80s movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's John Hughes, Molly Ringwald, who I love. And yeah. she's a really cool character. She makes her own clothes and, uh, mm-hmm. he, like, it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, have you both seen it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're doing a really bad job of, of putting in recommendations that we haven't all seen <laughs> for future Tenuous Swap episodes, but it's all good. But it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a while, so. Yeah, yeah. 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 You you would revisit it. Yeah. I kind of love how, um, so, mm-hmm. you know, she's from like the wrong side of the tracks mm-hmm. and uh, I don't even know what her love interest name is. I don't know what that. Yeah, but it's got James Spader in it as yeah. well. And they're sort of the worst. Yeah. And that her BFF is... John Cryer. Yeah. And he, Ducky. He's actually the best and they should be together and, like, the movie should be about him. Like, yeah. he's uh, got great style. He wears bolo ties. He's got great lip-syncing abilities. Yeah. He does that um, <laughs> rendition of Tenderness by yeah. uh, Otis Redding. Yeah. Love it. Good time movie and it's got pretty in the title. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll <laughs> click that. Um, oh, and I have a tiny one. Yeah. To add, I was just going to do this, but now that we're doing our um, little mini episodes based on these, I guess you can't do um, <laughs> you can't do this because it's not a film. But have you seen the um, the music video for uh, Hollywood Forever Cemetery by Father John Misty? No, it's got mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza in it. Yeah, and she's at a party. And she's behaving really badly and really strangely and, like, getting really drunk and making a mess. And she kind of appears to be a cat. Okay. (laughs) Like, all the things she's doing, she's, like, knocking people's drinks over and, like, tantruming. And it really reminded me of this, the cat performance woman. Oh. There you go. Your second cat person related recommendation recommendations. Yeah, yeah it's a really good music video yeah all right so i am kind of trying to get away from this trend i th- i feel like we have gone further away from what tenuous recommendations started at where we look through the imdb and looked at what these actors and directors previously worked on and tried to do an actual link yeah but we can do that when there's something there well i found something this week (laughs) so i was able to do that sure i thought the idea was that it's tenuous so the more tenuous the better yeah it's in the title it's arguable <laughs> i don't know i the film geek in me is always will gravitate towards trying to make genuine Six degrees of yeah. Kevin bacon yeah um so my connection is the actor william frederick knight who played the principal that ends up in the uh, pantyhose at the end um, which made no sense whatsoever yeah. and came out of nowhere which maybe in the emmanuel one made perfect sense <laughs> yeah, maybe. There might be a whole subplot. Yeah. So it turns out he uh, was 
a pretty prolific uh, voiceover artist in the 80s. And a lot of like the major anime films that came out, he provided voices for. So he did like voices for like The Ghost in the Shells and a whole bunch of other movies that you would have definitely heard of. So the one that I'm going to recommend is the 1988 classic Akira, which he provided the voice for um, the revolutionary priest in that film. I just happened to have a movie night at my house this week where I had a whole bunch of people over and we watched Akira and it's still... You were actually invited. You were invited, yes, and you just don't read half your messages. Uh, (laughs) And... um, Oh, domestics, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I can never do anything during the week, so yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I was um, just riffing for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. You're allowed to have other friends. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but I still take the chance to attack Brendan. But anyway. Yeah, that's the dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is one of my favorite movies of all time. This is mm. one of, I would argue, one of the best movies of all time. It is insane the amount of detail in the animation and the scope of the story and where it goes is just so ambitious it's just a beautiful daring film hollywood has been trying to remake it for the last 15 years and the latest iteration was supposed to be done by taika waititi who did um the latest thor movies and he was just about to start production on it on as it like a live action thing. As a live action. Yeah. And they cancelled it so that he could do the new Thor movie. So it may eventually happen. I personally don't think it should happen because mm. the original is perfect. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I have. Have you seen it? I feel like I saw half of it on SBS. Like <laughs> It's actually hurting my soul right now. Um, yeah, but you liked Pretty Cool, so. <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> well, what I can tell you one thing. Akira is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but which one's better? Uh, <laughs> Akira. <laughs> um, so... I have to say, just FYI, one of the guests may have taken some substances and the film may have caused him to have a major freak out and run into the bathroom for half the film. So I would recommend if you are going to watch it, watch it. Sober? Sober with no substances in your body because the imagery is quite like trippy and freaky. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, great movie. Akira, if you haven't watched it, this is like something you need to remedy. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm your student. Uh, yeah. Mold me. Mold me. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Right See you later, Mitch. All right. So m- many of you may have listened to our previous episode which was our first ever tenuous swap which we dubbed can't watch them all can't oh. watch them all can't watch them all <laughs> i love you thought of it and you keep forgetting it. <laughs> uh, so i think it's time for us to organize the next one so this episode i'll have lucy lucy will have me and brendan will have lucy no i right? had you you watch better phrases so i'll I have, have paul Paul will have Lucy and Lucy will have me? Yes. Yes. See. Okay. Yes. There we go. <laughs> That's not confusing. It's complicated science when it's three. Yeah. yeah. So, what have you got in store? For Brendan. For Brendan. Lucy. Vertigo. Vertigo. Hey. Yeah, you need to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm keen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Should be interesting. Brendan, what do you have in store for me? Yes. For you. 
because on our last <laughs> what was so funny I just I feel like you need to punish him that's me I thought he would like the Powerpuff Girls movie after this no not after Powerpuff Girls after, after this, this movie yeah pretty cool well you're, you're lucky I'm a benevolent <laughs> Well, the, the problem is, is that you like all the movies you re- you recommended, so you're gonna like anything that you're gonna. Yeah, no, but I feel like I could give you like an album that you would just be really irritated by. Or <laughs> an album would be a punishment. You got to do all the tracks, like. And there's a there's a few in there that I'm like, I don't know if it's for everyone. Like true stories, I don't. Anyway, that's not what I'm giving you. I I am going to rectify a comment you made about. Me having my inner child has died inside. <laughs> yeah. So I'm recommending to you one of the, uh, the, the family films I recommended, which was Son of Rambo. I've seen it. Oh, then don't tell mum the baby's dead. <laughs> I've seen, seen it. it. This is why, this is why this segment's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Adventures in babysitting. I haven't seen. Oh, that's why I chose it for you. Adventures <laughs> in babysitting. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so right, I think you're to- you're gonna have a really good time. Okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right, so Lucy, mm-hmm. I am recommending the film SPF 18. Oh, oh no, I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> Sorry. She just watched this. She just watched this one, Paul. <laughs> Give her something nice. It's fine. Uh, I'll tear it apart. Yeah, I, I just think, I, like, there's no way that you'll enjoy this film. Like, I, I, there's no way that Thanks! You'll... <laughs> You're the best. Sorry, let me start that again. There's no way that you'll think this movie is good, mm-hmm. but I genuinely think you'll enjoy it mm. for how terrible it is, and because it's but not that's like... that's what you thought about. Pretty cool, then. <laughs> but, the, like, it's pretty cool minus all, like, the sexism and, like, mm. awful moral stuff. It's just bad on, like, a filmmaking okay. and acting level. Like script, the kissing like, booth? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's more, yeah, it's very kissing booth-esque. Yeah. But probably a little bit more amateurish, but with, like, gigantic celebrity cam- cameos <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> okay, amazing. Um, so, I think you'll enjoy it. So, SPF 18, starring Noah Centineo. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that should be an interesting cool. one. So, that runs the gamut from yep. Hitchcock to <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Who even made SPF 18? Who made it? Uh, it's it's, a, a, it's a story. We'll yeah. discuss it on the yeah. episode. Great. Um, all right. So, now is the part where we decide where we're ranking the film amongst all the other films we've done for the podcast and if we would recommend it to our listeners. Mm-hmm. So. Lucy, you can start. Where would you put <laughs> Pretty Cool? So, Brendan, if you could just do me a solid of putting in a sound effect here when you edit or whoever's editing of like something like a cartoon noise of something dropping off a cliff. <laughs> yep. And going all the way down to the pit of hell and landing at the bottom. It's going at the bottom. It's the worst swap film I've ever seen. Below. Uh, so, your, your bottom four, your bottom four yep. currently are Cobbler. A Christmas Switch, Mr. Fuzzy Pants, and The Change-Up. Yep. So you'd confidently yes, put him below all that? happily. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan? I am also putting it last. <laughs> <laughs> because 
not yeah for all the reasons said but also it just irritated me that there's just no, like there's no element of elegance to this script at all why was it even made it really frustrates me yeah as someone who likes to write stuff yeah i just i just can't i can't put it above cobbler cobbler has a narrative and it was boring as fuck but this movie was shit yeah it was excrement for <laughs> show <laughs> So I'm putting this first. <laughs> no, okay. So this is this is a hard one for me because I have to separate how I thought how good the film was compared to how much I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. And honestly, if I was to go by how much I enjoyed watching it, it would be in the top five because I don't think I've laughed that much in a long time. Like, you know, when you cry laughing, it's just like a therapeutic. Yeah, it feels good, yeah. And that's how I (laughs) feel. Like, I'm on a high right now from this movie. But think about this film alone, how sad that would have been. So, I am putting it at number 17. Out of of how many? Uh, 25. Okay. So, this one will go in between It's a Boy Girl Thing and chances are. Chances are is worse than this, you're saying. Well, you know what? You're you're just doubly offending Lucy because on our last, on our Can't Watch a Mole episode, you just said that chances are was you would rather watch Chances Are over Bed of Roses. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying Pretty Cool is yeah. better than Chances Are. I would rather watch <laughs> Chances Are. At the that would that be the only film I watch for the rest of my life. Like I would watch it every day over watching Pretty Cool one more time. Paul's <laughs> gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we need to take a break. <laughs> uh, I, from I, this podcast, <laughs> from each other, from life, from our choices. Look, I'm not going to argue that. On a filmmaking level, chances are it's the better movie. That's what the the list is. That that it is that. But I like. I just enjoyed watching. (laughs) Okay, we're good for you, honey. (laughs) So that's where it's going. Mm -hmm. I stand by. There you go. Okay, so next episode. You don't even need to tell us because Brenda and I are starting a mutiny, and we are we are picking the. <laughs> We're film choosing next week. the next film. This is an uprising. <laughs> We're unionizing in this podcast. <laughs> Not really. Just do it. You okay, hit us with it. So I'm gonna be nice. So mm-hmm. you're gonna like the next one. Yeah. And I know that Brendan's definitely seen it. I don't know if you've seen it. Okay. You may have seen it. Sure. Sure. So next episode, we'll be preparing for the upcoming sequel, which we'll be covering later in the year. And we're going to be watching the 2017 film Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Cool. Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Karen Gillan, and most importantly, our Lord and Saviour, Nick Jonas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So have you you seen it? No, I haven't. No, and I I wanted to. Yeah, cool. Cool. That's good. And are you looking forward to re-watching it, Brendan? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's like a... Yeah, we'll save it with the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I I really enjoyed it, so I'm looking forward to watching it again. Cool. And I'm keen for Lucy to watch it. So, yeah. um, Thanks, Back Paul. to films Thank that you. people have actually seen. Back to films with, like, competent directors and writers <laughs> and production values. So, um, yeah. But I, I, do, I do cherish these episodes where we watch trash. Yeah, and I get really, like, mad and feel really <laughs> sad about my life choices. <laughs> It'll be worth it one day. 
somehow. When, <laughs> when what? Director, we get in the, we get in the cool. Lizzie Maguire. We get in the Lizzie Maguire movie. Yes, if that happens, <laughs> yeah, that okay, will be worth okay. it. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Also, Jim Four Watch. Any word? I did ask for a Jim Four Watch update this morning. Apparently, mm. no, no progress on that front. Okay. So hopefully, he listens to the last episode. <laughs> Not this I, one. Wonder, I, I think this one would be a good one for it to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until next episode, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Levi. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Brown Town Studios. Goodbye. 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 Not as good. <laughs>